The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. And I'm Patricia Raskin right here on voiceamerica.com. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you so many amazing guests. This program is about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. I've been very fortunate over the years to interview some of the the most renowned folks, and today is certainly no exception. If you're listening live today, which is June 8th, you can certainly give us a call at 866-472-5787. We're talking about something today that's prevalent with everybody. Some, uh, at, sometimes in our life we have it more than others, and that is pain and fatigue. My guest today is Dr. Benjamin Nadelson. He is one of the most respected medical experts in the world on chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Trained in neurology, Dr. Nadelson is also an expert in infectious and immunological causes of fatigue and works well with other faculty to develop an individualized plan for wellness. Welcome, Dr. Nadelson. Thanks so much. I I guess I ought to tell your listeners that I'm at Beth Israel Medical Center in Manhattan. Okay. So, yes, absolutely. They can find you. Sure. All right. uh, You work with, uh, with severe fatigue and pain. How are fatigue and pain related? Does the pain cause fatigue, or how does that happen? Well, that is really a $64,000 question. If, um, if you have a lot of pain, you don't sleep well, and then you get fatigued. So pain can produce fatigue in that regard. Um, if you uh, have a sleep disorder, so that you, uh, you, you're perhaps because you're, you are unable to fall asleep normally and sleep normally. The results of that are pain in the morning and, of course, fatigue. So we're, that's really, these are research questions that we're trying to sort out to understand which came first, the chicken and the egg. And let me just give you some numbers to tell you about these, uh, these particular ailments. Okay. And basically, the rarest of them all is chronic fatigue syndrome, which is about a half percent of our population. And it's relatively low because we don't make the diagnosis in anyone who has a medical cause for fatigue, like low blood count or abnormal thyroid or Lyme disease. And what chronic fatigue syndrome is, is severe fatigue that actually produces a decrease in activity, and it's also accompanied with other symptoms like brain fog and achiness and an odd symptom that if you exert yourself too much, it just makes everything else worse. It produces a flare-up. But then as we go down that pyramid, the next uh, most common diagnosis is fibromyalgia, and that's 5% of our pop- 4% of our po- population. Mm. 
And the reason it's so much more common is that we don't exclude any uh, patients. for it. They can have other ailments, but then they still get the diagnosis. Let me ask you about fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? How do you know you have fibromyalgia when, let's say you're a person who's an avid exerciser and you haven't exercised for a few days. Right. And you get that achy feeling right. in the joints. Right. It probably feels almost like it's fibromyalgia, but it's not. Definitely not, because fibromyalgia is chronic. It's three, pain, three months of widespread pain. That means achiness all over the body. So mm-hmm. if you work out and your legs are bothering you, patients with fibromyalgia have achiness in their shoulders, in their back and buttocks, down their legs. Really, if you were to divide the body into four quarters, all quarter would every quarter would be uncomfortable. Plus, they're tender when you touch them. So, and both CFS and FM are predominantly problems in women's health because women get these problems three times as, uh, as often as men. But then, if we move down that pyramid I was describing to you, Patricia, we get people that I call pre-patients because they don't have that as bad as they need to get the diagnosis. That's about 14% of the population have chronic achiness or chronic fatigue that disrupts their life. And those are people I'm anxious to help in my book, Your Symptoms Are Real, uh, because I lay out a path to wellness in that book. Why is it that doctors are telling people there's nothing wrong? What's the reason for that? Well, I think the reason is that they're trained to find abnormalities on lab tests and they're trained to be able to start a treatment that will relieve the illness. And until about three years ago, the doctors would come up with zero and zero for both of those things. In other words, lab tests are normal and there was nothing much the doctor could do except refer the patient to a pain specialist and there aren't many of them. But that's all changing now because there are now three FDA-approved drugs for fibromyalgia. So now a doctor sees a patient. patient comes in with achiness. The doctor examines her, finds that she's tender when he touches her. Lab tests are normal. Uh, so now instead of saying, gee, there's nothing I can do, he has these three possible drugs, and they help. So that's changing the formula. There's a little less nothing wrong out there from doctors than there was just a few years ago. Is there a way to prevent this? Is there a prevention strategy, Dr. Nelson? There is, and that's why the pre-patient needs to take a look at my book, Your Symptoms Are Real, because um, with gentle physical conditioning and uh, then stretching uh, and and, and sort of a, a positive attitude in terms of symptom management, patients can hold off the development of these more serious diagnoses, fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. And how important is exercise and movement? Well, exercise, of course, is, is uh, important, but I don't ask patients who fulfill those diagnostic criteria to exercise because what happens if they push too hard, they run into a Mm flare-up. So what has to happen, and that flare-up actually makes them frightened of doing anything and it sort of produces a vicious cycle of more rest and then more symptoms when they do anything. So what I do is I just tell the patient, I need you to be more active. And in my book, I lay out a program for very gradually increasing activity to a point where your body is actually fully conditioned. It's quite normal and fit. Mm-hmm. 
Does does food play a role in this nutrition? Well, less um, than it might. we do know, in some of my patients, when I ask them to go on sort of pure organic and elemental diets, really the heart association diet is that, where you eat three squares, you eat food that has no chemical additives, so it's, you know, chicken, turkey, fish, you know, red meat, a little bit, vegetables, etc. Um, <clears throat> that kind of diet certainly leads to improved GI symptoms for people who also have irritable bowel syndrome and sometimes improves the achiness, too. Okay. What do you see mostly in your office? What do you treat the most? Well, I see, I'm a neurologist, but about 15, 18 years ago, I started seeing patients with fatigue and pain. And now uh, my practice is solely devoted to them, and I'm probably the only academic physician uh, in New York City who sees these patients. And by academic, I mean that I'm a researcher actively involved in trying to understand these disorders. So I see patients with fatigue, and about two-thirds of them also have enough achiness and tenderness when I examine them that they have fibromyalgia too. Mm. I don't see that many patients who have fibromyalgia without fatigue because usually they go to their GP and their GP starts them on one of those new medicines that's now approved for FM and they do well enough that they don't need to see me. So I tend to see patients who are having problems feeling better after they've gone to their primary care doctor and they get referred to me there at Beth Israel Medical Center in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So they've already seen a primary care physician. So what do, what's one of the first things that you do? Does it vary in the patient, or there's preliminary things that you always do with patients when you well, work with them? Right. Well, the first thing I do is I try to find out if they have any other illness. So I do do a set of a lab tests. And I should tell your listeners, Patricia, that I've listed the lab tests on my website which is www.painandfatigue.com, so that if a patient wanted to uh, see the tests I do to eliminate medical causes of fatigue, uh, she could get that list and ask her GP to do those tests on her. And the other thing on my website, of course, is your uh, listenership can see a copy of my book and click on it and uh, find uh, it on the Internet. So that's the first thing I do is I do the lab test. Then I am very, very sensitive to the existence of depression because depression is the great illness multiplier. Depression makes every illness worse, whether it's multiple sclerosis, uh, 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 chronic lung disease from smoking, you name it, even cancer. Uh, it, It just makes everything worse. So I'm very sensitive for depression, and when I find it, I treat uh, it very, very uh, strongly to remove that because if depression is removed, patient's medical condition is always better. Well, of course, because the emotions are so reactive, right, with the body. Well, the the problem with depression, of course, is that it it, it puts doom and gloom over everything. So where you might have been coping pretty well with achiness and fatigue, then with depression you you just say feel much, much worse. I I tell my patients it's like turning the gas up under a pot. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very sensitive to that. All right. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Nadelson about some things that he does with patients in terms of what to do, uh, things that you can do to help yourself and the kind of treatments that he has as well. 
My guest is Dr. Benjamin Nadelson, and he has the Pain and Fatigue Study Center, which provides an integral approach to patient care and scientific research. Dr. Benjamin Nadelson is the head of this center. The center's integrated approach to clinical care and research is based on providing comprehensive treatment to those who experience medically unexplained pain and fatigue and continuing to do so in clinical research, which is supported by the National Institutes of Health and by the pharmaceutical industry. Dr. Nadelson is one of the most respected medical experts in the world on chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. You can log on to painandfatigue.com. All right, and you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember to log on to my website, which is patriciaraskin.com. I have some new programs that I'd love to share with you. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? Can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everybody, we are back to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com We're talking today about pain and fatigue and you can give us a call if you're listening live today on June 8th at 866-472-5787 my guest today is Dr. Benjamin Nadelson. He is one of the most respected medical experts in the world on chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Dr. Nadelson was trained in neurology. He's a neurologist and is also an expert in infectious and immunological causes of fatigue. He works with other faculty to develop an individualized plan for wellness, and he is at Beth Israel Medical Center in New York. Uh, he also heads up the Pain and Fatigue Study Center, which provides an integral approach to patient care and scientific research. 
Welcome back, Dr. Nadelson. Thanks so much. Patricia. All right, so let's talk more about the pain and how you help people to manage it. Well, there they're really coming to are see you, three, but then they have to go home. Right. There really are three uh, limbs to my treatment. We're much better at managing pain medically than we are at managing fatigue. So there's a whole set of medicines that we can use to reduce FM pain. And as I've said, that's been accelerated because recently the pharmaceutical industry realizes that that 4% number represents quite a few million Americans, and so they've devoted resources to developing drugs. So medicine to reduce uh, pain is one limb. And then I mentioned already gentle physical conditioning. Patients with pain don't want to budge. They want to sit. They want to rest. And when they exert themselves, they feel awful, so they get frightened about doing actual more. And so they cut back further, and that produces a vicious cycle of more symptoms. And I combat that by getting them up and a little bit active, depending on their level of debility. If they've been bedridden, we start walking for two minutes. If they're relatively normal, we have them start walking for 20 minutes three times a week and not at a fast clip, slowly, just to get things started for a few weeks until they get their arms around that activity. And then finally, patients often need coaching and guidance Mm -hmm. to cope with chronic symptoms. And their psychology comes in because psychologists although they're usually trained to deal with emotional problems like depression, they, uh, many of them also um, have been trained to deal with physical problems, feeling poorly, fatigue and pain, to help people cope with these things. Because if you're very stressed out or if you're very, um, if you will, a very, very sensitive at a particular time in your life, you'll say on a 0 to 10 scale, my pain is a 12. And really, the pain can't be any higher than a 10. So these coaches help you, the patient, put things in perspective and tune down the pain just from better understanding you and the way pain interacts with your body. So So then they can do these exercises at home? The the gentle physical conditioning can be done anywhere. Now, if, if someone has a lot of pain... When they walk, they can't walk. They may have to do some pool activities. And there are many pool activities uh, that allow someone to do gentle exercise without having to smash their feet down on hard pavement because, of course, you weigh much less in water than you do in air. Interesting. Hmm. So that helps then? Absolutely. What happens is... um, My patients tell me, well, I've had to reduce my activity 60 or 70% because of the pain. So that means they only have 30% of what you and I have in terms of our ability to move our bodies in a normal day. So that's an energy envelope where they're 30 and you, Patricia, and I are 100. And so by tipping the edge of the energy envelope up, with this gentle physical conditioning program and then marching through time in four to six months, instead of being 30%, they'll be 35%. And very, very gradually, the point is they cannot rush. They can't be impatient. They have to be 
uh, go very, very slowly and progressively, and they can gradually improve the size of their energy envelope so it puffs up to 100. Yeah, excellent. And you talked about water. Swimming. What about swimming? Well, that's right. Swimming or even just walking, walking in the pool, all these things remove uh, the pull of gravity, and they allow you to do water walking, which is a great exercise, very gentle. Again, I wouldn't start with many minutes, depending on how. So people say, oh, gee, I don't want to go to the uh, pool just to walk for five or six minutes. I say, why not? You know, prepare, put your suit on at home, and then just go there uh, do your walking and then go on home. It's better than uh, than uh, just doing nothing because that then lets you begin this this path to wellness where you start maybe with six to ten minutes and you build up to twenty and before you know it you're at the number I'm looking for, which is thirty minutes of gentle physical conditioning three times a week, and that will combat uh, all the problems of resting. Let me give you an example of of resting, even in the most fit American. The most fit Americans are astronauts that get shot up into space. But when they're in a gravity-free environment, their whole body starts becoming less fit. So that I'll never forget the CNN broadcast of a woman astronaut who had been up in space for three or four weeks. She stood up to give her uh, her talk, and she just was unable to stand. She passed out. She keeled over because her body and, and the insides of her body, the cardiovascular system, were so deconditioned she couldn't stand anymore. Mm-hmm. So she needed the rehabilitation, gentle physical conditioning to get back to normal. Now, obviously, with her, it happened quite quickly. But the same thing happens if you rest too much. Too much resting produces problems uh, that produce more symptoms than if you don't rest that much. So it's a balance. Exactly. Definitely a balance. So if, if we now, folks, you can certainly give us a call if you're dealing with pain and fatigue and fibromyalgia. Right here, if you're listening live on June 8th, between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern, and that number is 866-472-5787. So if someone comes to you, what are the typical symptoms, Dr. Nadelson, that you see? And let's talk about what they are and maybe one of the answers that you've written in your book. Well, let me give you some examples of the kind of patients who wind up in my office. One will be, and again, they're mostly women, a 38-year-old woman who was perfectly well doing whatever it was she did, whether it was a radio show host, a lawyer, or someone at home with children, when all of a sudden she gets a flu that is, uh, that's thought to be something like uh, mononucleosis, and she never gets better. She has the same feelings that anyone has with the flu, which, as you know, are quite debilitating and really puts you in bed. That's one example. The other example might be someone, an older woman, who um, has reports that she's noticed very, very gradual worsening achiness, and it starts all over in her body, and uh, it, uh, it gradually gets worse so that she, too, has to cut down on her activity. So 
these are two very different presentations, and they may have the same diagnosis, or the first woman may have chronic fatigue syndrome because chronic fatigue syndrome tends to peak in the late 30s and early 40s, whereas fibromyalgia tends to peak in the mid-50s. So so we're talking about two, as you said, two different presentations. Right. One is sudden and the other is gradual. Right. And how do you compare fibromyalgia, for example, to pain from arthritis? Well, pain from arthritis is usually uh, fairly localized. Now, rheumatoid arthritis, that's uh, pain all over the body also. And those individuals may have pain all over the body because they have joint destruction, but they don't necessarily have the tenderness that patients with fibromyalgia have. Patients with rheumatoid arthritis, about 20% of them have fibromyalgia, so it's certainly elevated uh, in in patients with rheumatoid arthritis. But patients with osteoarthritis, where your hip bothers you or your shoulder, that tends to be more in one region, whereas in uh, fibromyalgia, the patient, when I ask the patient where her pain is, she says, I hurt all over. And importantly, that pain doesn't stop at the neck. About uh, 30 or 40% of FM patients also have pain in their jaws and their chewing muscles, and that's often misinterpreted as temporomandibular joint disorder, whereas really just a, another part of fibromyalgia. Okay. All right. Now, in another part of your book, you talk about what the symptoms are. Tell us some other symptoms. Well, uh, so in addition to fatigue and, and body-wide achiness, there's a Brain fog is a really major problem. I guess the four symptoms that patients are bothered by the most are uh, fatigue, pain, trouble with concentration, and then unrefreshing sleep. They go to sleep. Some patients tell me they sleep the night like a log. Others tell me they have trouble falling asleep. They wake up frequently at night. And regardless of which of those is, the next day they feel like they haven't slept a a wink. Unrefreshing sleep. So sleep disorders are something we've been studying in my laboratory, and we make sure that patients don't have a cause for waking up frequently at night, and the most common of those is sleep apnea, where very often the individual uh, uh, has snoring, but more than snoring, when the individual is breathing loudly with a snore, all of a sudden he or she stops from up to a minute and then resumes again, and that's called sleep apnea, apnea, apnea because they stop breathing. Mm-hmm. So it's all, it's all related is what you're saying. Well, it is, you know, but I as a diagnostician have to be sensitive to the presence of problems like sleep apnea because with sleep apnea, that can be treated with not only medicines but a device which helps blow air into your lungs and about Forty to sixty percent of people with sleep apnea, when they get this continuous positive pressure device, feel perfect. So it's sort of a cure. So I'm always on the lookout for depression, as I've told you, and uh, the report of uh, stopping breathing in the middle of the night, which is sleep apnea, because I can treat that. Another thing that's a real problem in you know what, uh, we're going to have people. to wait until the next the okay. next segment, and then we'll talk about some other things with pain and fatigue. My guest is Dr. Benjamin Nadelson, who is one of the most respected medical experts in the world on chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. You can log on to painandfatigue.com. 
www.positiveliving.com. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. And if you're listening live June 8th, uh, right here, you can give us a call at 866-472-5787. My guest today is Dr. Benjamin Nadelson, who is one of the most respected medical experts in the world on chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Trained in neurology, Dr. Nadelson is also an expert on infectious and immunological causes of fatigue. He works with other faculty to develop individualized plans for wellness, and he is at the Beth Israel Medical Center in New York. Welcome back, Dr. Nadelson. Thanks so much, Patricia. All right, let's talk about stress and how this all plays a role in chronic fatigue um, syndrome. Well, certainly stress is one of the most common causes of fatigue in general. People, um, when they're stressed, their body is very, very taut. Uh, they're burning a lot of calories unconsciously, uh, and that winds up with achiness all over the body and, uh, and of course, fatigue. And stress is the most common problem probably in America, and stress 
uh, is something that will bother one thing that produces stress in another person may be pleasurable to another person. So really, you know if you're stressed, if your mouth is very dry, if your tummy is rumbling, or your heart is pounding. Those are the usual bodily indices of stress, if you will. And in my book, um, Your Symptoms Are Real, I lay out a number of yogic techniques that improve breathing and uh, relaxation techniques uh, that one can use to relieve stress. And, and usually stress alone is not the problem because in 2009, stress is a major industry. Stress management is a major industry for psychologists. So if you feel that, you know, you get into a situation and all of a sudden it feels like your heart is pounding outside of your chest, you need to get into a stress management course uh, so that you don't develop medical symptoms. Because give, us, give us some advice for people. We have a couple of minutes left about uh, pain medication because that can become very addictive. Well, not we don't use addictive medicines or opiates except in the absolute sickest patients. So the, there are two classes of FDA-approved medicines that are very interesting. One is a, uh, actually an anti-epileptic drug, and it turns out that blocking epilepsy blocks uh, pathways in the brain that have many different connections. And we think that the same sort of multiple connections are responsible for pain. So these anti-epileptic drugs are useful not uh, only for stopping seizures, and of course my patients don't have seizures, but also breaking up pain. And similarly, there's a new class of antidepressants called SNRIs. These are uh, drugs uh, that have serotonin and norepinephrine as opposed to SSRI, which is pure serotonin. And these antidepressants, first of all, do relieve depression, but also relieve pain. So there's one anti-epileptic drug that's FDA-approved called Lyrica, and there are two SNRI antidepressants. Uh, one is called Cymbalta and the other Civella, and these drugs all seem to reduce uh, uh, pain, and so I use them uh, early, except, of course, being that they're new drugs, they're quite expensive, so I can get uh, other drugs that are less expensive that are uh, sort of first cousins of these drugs that also have same modes of action, which also relieve pain. So we really don't use opiates, which, of course, are habit-forming, mm -hmm. except in the absolute fewest patients that are really, really suffering. Mm, okay. So... We're just about at the end of the interview. What's your message, Dr. Nadelson? What would you like people to know? And give us any contact information, please. Sure. Well, first of all, if you have achiness and fatigue and your doctor says nothing's wrong, you need to find another doctor. And if you live anywhere near the Northeast, I'd be happy to be your doctor. Just go to my website, www.painandfatigue.com, and download the health screen form I have there, which lets me learn a lot about you, and then I'll spend an hour and a half with you, which is an awful lot of time, but it, I find that my patients who've been to th three or four doctors before me need really a lot of uh, help understanding what's what with what's been done with them. And then often these patients come in with a wheelbarrow of real medicines or over-the-counter medicines or things they found on the Internet, and I have to help them sort through what might be helpful and what they can stop. 
So if they then come to see me at Beth Israel Medical Center in Manhattan, I can certainly get them on a path to wellness. And they can help themselves by just going to any bookstore and ordering a copy of my book, Your Symptoms Are Real, What to Do When Your Doctor Says Nothing's Wrong. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the program. I, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate it too, Patricia. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Uh, folks, you've been listening to Positive Living, and my guest has been Dr. Benjamin Nadelson, who's one of the most respected medical experts in the world on chronic fatigue and syndrome and fibromyalgia. And you can log on to painandfatigue.com. Remember each week to listen to Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. Log on to my website, patriciaraskin.com. gives you a lot of information about other programs I'm doing. Uh, again, until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great week and a great Monday. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 